This podcast is brought to you by Mezcala Nursery, located at 6901 Orange Avenue, Long Beach, California, 90805. Mezcala, family-owned, family-ran since 2007. This place is my happy place, you guys. I'm there all the time. It's a giant piece of property full of greenhouses packed to the brim of everything you can possibly imagine, from your landscaping needs to houseplants to cactus and succulents. They even have a greenhouse solely dedicated to rare and obscure collector specimens. I'm talking, I've seen Monstera albos there. I've seen tide constellations there. Rare collector specimens that I can't even find online, I find them there. If you head over to their Instagram, at Mezcala Nursery, they keep their stories updated daily of these plants that can come and go really quick. You could miss it. Make sure to go check it out. Not only that, they treat you like family. I bring my kids with me, you guys, and I always have an amazing experience. Such great customer service, so helpful, so knowledgeable, and prices that can't be beat. Bring them a price from another nursery, they'll beat it. Bring them a price from a big box store, they're going to beat it. 6901 Orange Avenue, Long Beach, California, 90805, Mezcala Nursery. Tell them I sent you. Welcome back, everybody, to If Plants Could Talk. This is Garrett. I'm your host. This conversation took place on June 1st, 2021, with my guest, Kimmy Hashi. Really excited to bring you guys this interview. It's been a while since I've had some feminine energy on the show. Really enjoyed Kimmy's company. She's so like-minded and has a lot of the same interests and passions. She's got a diversified collection, for sure. Everything ranging from houseplants to carnivorous and tropicals to cactus and succulents. She's multi-talented. She likes to fish. She likes yoga. She likes drum and bass. I was excited about that. It's crazy, yet another beautiful soul from the plant community, and I was really grateful to have her on. I hope you guys enjoy. Here's Kimmy. Kimmy Hashi, what's up? Hi. (laughs) How are you today? I'm good. Uh, It's day two of a 10-day break from work, (laughs) so I'm feeling great. Yeah, we talked about that. That's beautiful. Yeah. Isn't it amazing uh, when you you don't realize how much stress you're under until it's removed? Uh, Right. I know. I mean, I was starting to feel it. My anxiety was starting to rise and PTSD triggers and all that. So it's just I I knew I needed to do it. But my parents left for (laughs) I still live at home. They um, when my brother moved out, they basically told me I wasn't able to move. (laughs) So um. My parents left for vacation mm-hmm. and um, I couldn't leave my dog alone. So I was just like, it lined up perfectly with mental state and just things going on. Thank you for being open about that. We share that and we have that in common. I have generalized anxiety disorder and PTSD and major depressive. I don't experience a lot of major depressive, but uh, definitely the anxiety and the PTSD amplifies the anxiety. Uh, and we also have that similarity as well, that alignment there where we had talked about planning this episode and you yeah. mentioned that you were doing that. And I was actually in the process of taking a leave of absence myself. I had my therapist writing me a letter for 30 days, but a bunch of shit went down at my job and a bunch of shady stuff. And so I just pulled the trigger and said, fuck it. And I quit. So good for you, man. We're in the same boat. Yeah. I was 
having some really difficult times when we got home. But thank you for being open about that. I really appreciate that. It is a topic that I'd like to explore. Yeah. But we don't have to go there right now. Um, okay. <laughs> we'll get comfortable. I'm just bathing. I'm basking in this feminine energy right now. It's been a while. Yeah, you have a bunch of dudes on there. Yeah, I think yeah, I said the word sick women. like 10 times yesterday. <laughs> I mean, you know, sometimes it has to come out. Yeah. But, Sorry, my cats are like running around. But yeah, it's a it's a pretty it's a masculine um, field. You know, it seems to be. But you know, I've always been a female in a masculine world, uh, whether it was uh, my dad started me fishing when I started I walking. So, <laughs> I mean, the fishing industry, uh, cannabis industry, plants, uh, everything that I've always been into my entire life has been like a male-driven industry, which kind of sucks for me, but I mean, I make it work for myself. According to society, at least, but I'm sure yeah. you experience <laughs> it too. You feel it. I couldn't imagine. Yeah, definitely. Especially in all of those things that you just mentioned. I love fishing, dude. I absolutely love fishing. I've, I've fished my whole life. That's awesome. That's awesome. I saw I saw yeah, some I, pictures of you fishing. My other room, one room over, is like all fishing poles and my lures and stuff. Beautiful. So you you do mostly sea, like ocean fishing. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. My favorite is tuna, catching tuna. Okay. Yeah, I haven't done a lot of the deep stuff. I I like to fish for calico, like in, in the inner okay. shore. You know, like uh, rock fishing and stuff like that. and Yeah, bass like, and rock fish. Yeah, and I like to sneak into the nature center at El Dorado Park and fish for largemouth. <laughs> Ninja fishing. Ninja fishing. I have a few friends that do that. It's a blast. Right golf courses. Yeah, golf courses, creeks, um, any little like water, land of water, they, or body of water, yeah. land of water. Who am I? <laughs> <laughs> body of water they'll try to fish it no matter what if it's just like bluegills or yeah whatever i love that it's a blast man yeah you'd be surprised <laughs> how many kinds of fish there are in the golf courses yeah yeah they, they stock them so tell me a little bit about yourself where are you from um i live in bellflower okay i was born and raised i'm still living in the same house that oh. i you know came from home from the hospital in wow too um i went to school in downey okay um i work in whittier <laughs> that's cool uh crothers park is in bellflower i love i yes. love that skate park i used to skate that bowl all the time okay yeah. you probably ran into my cousin there a couple times okay, okay. <laughs> and i see quite the plethora of house plants behind you beautiful you got the humidifier going Yep. Awesome. And could yep. could you tell me what 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 uh obviously besides for creating humidity is is there a lot of benefits that you see by running a humidifier? Um it just creates the environment that the plants need. I mean, this isn't my personal bedroom. This is my spare bedroom in the house, so uh -huh. the guests get to, you know, enjoy it more That's than cool. I do to like sleep and all that. But um the humidifier it's good for your skin and all that um uh -huh. sorry my brain kind of went some through. good lighting <laughs> in there too um i have a like a grow light oh. in my ceiling fan but other i don't really have it on very often um i have two windows right behind where the computer is and they give really good light to the whole plant wall yeah 
Well, they look healthy and beautiful. That's that's fancy. I yeah, admire I, it. I, I built these shelves myself awesome. with the help of my, my my pops helped me a little bit, but for the most part, I did it. <laughs> yeah, I see that you're pretty handy. I, I would love to talk to you about that, like those stag horns that you make and stuff. But isn't that what they're called, right? Yeah. Um, but I would love to hear where did it start? Where did the plants start? So um, I don't know if you saw it, but I posted a picture uh, or I reposted a picture that I had posted a long time ago. And it was me in um, my first day of preschool standing in front of my garden. Mm. Oh, yeah. There was cactus, right? Yeah. Your parents and exposed that, you to cactus, huh? That was my childhood garden. Um, my dad decided he was going to remove it after maybe when I was around 10 years old, uh, my grandfather kind of fell into our giant barrel cactus, our golden barrel. And, um, and I also had a friend uh, fall face first into um, <laughs> one of the cacti oh that had like, um, I don't know, when she came up, she looked like Hellraiser. She had like, <laughs> spikes on, <laughs> literally like spikes coming out of her face. And after those two incidents, my dad was like, we're cutting it all down. So him and my brother chopped it all down. My brother got the latex in his eyes and went blind for a couple days. And From euphorbia? Yep. No. A giant, like, the columnular ones. It's only remember. temporary blindness? Yeah. It, oh it made him, like, he couldn't see for quite a while. But, um, oh, yeah, that went all my childhood cacti and all that but um other than that I've always gardened um my aunt Sandy uh always had a green thumb she used to live up in paradise and had like a farm and a crazy garden and then my mom's always gardened my aunt Linda uh always she, she my aunt Linda's like the succulent queen in our family <laughs> so I got that from her um I don't know. I've I try I've tried my hands at veggies and fruit, but I don't know. That doesn't work out very well for me. <laughs> They're so finicky. They are. Yeah. Um I mean, I've grown tomatoes, but I don't like tomatoes. So then I have like a bunch of tomatoes that I'm never gonna eat. So I feel like it's pointless for me to even plant them anymore. Um yeah, it just sorry, I say um a lot. Fine. <laughs> I you should... realizing this have now. you listened to my podcast? <laughs> yeah every episode <laughs> oh, thank you but I, I say um all the time and stammer and you know yeah it happens uh but yeah my whole life I've been around plants uh my own personal like house plant collection didn't start until I want to say 2013 I had them on and off again mm -hmm. um and then more recently it kind of <laughs> snowballed when i i went to the philippines uh back in 2017 mm -hmm. 2017 and then i found the like mimosa pudinka in wild okay. the like sensitive plant i don't know what it is you don't know what it is mm -hmm. like when you touch the leaves it like the leaves close up oh, okay i've seen videos of those okay yeah but they're um actually very invasive in the Philippines okay and we were going on a hike to go get tattooed by uh Oppo Wang Odd and we stopped on the side of the road um and I saw it on the ground and I was like flipping out over it so when we came back to the states I was like I have to find this I need this at home so I found that 
However, before house plants, I had carnivorous plants. <laughs> like, uh, like the uh, Venus light traps. Yeah. So cool. I had some of those. Now I have even more of a collection of carnivorous plants. I have nepenthes and saracenia and the sundews and Venus fly traps. They're pretty cool, but they need their own environment. So I've built fogs for those and it, I have too many plants. <laughs> lots, of, lots of water requirements for the carnivorous plants, huh? Yeah. They need distilled water or rainwater or uh, reverse osmosis. Oh, shit. Well, I'm not treating mine right then. <laughs> Tap water? Yeah, totally. I just keep it I keep it soaked, but some of it's been browning. I actually love Venus flytraps and was fascinated them, with them ever since I was a kid. You used to be able to get them at the 99-cent store Yep. when I was a kid. Yeah, and I've had quite a few and killed all of them, but uh, <laughs> I just recently got one from Mezcala and uh, got my son one, too, and... I've been caring for it, but I, I would love to pick your brain about that. Maybe not when the pressure's on, like just, you know, aside separately about that. Cause I, I would love to like establish a more, a bigger collection of carnivorous plants. Yeah, we can do that. Awesome. Awesome. And then remind me, they're like generally pretty tropical. Yeah. Right. I mean, I keep mine outside. Um, they're in bogs in my front yard. My front yard's a uh, south facing so mm -hmm. it gets sunlight all day long and do they um, like the light do they like yeah. like bright yeah. light mm -hmm. oh really uh the like pitcher plants the like the nepenthes the mm -hmm. ones that have like the jugs hanging off the foliage mm -hmm. those ones don't necessarily want full sun but um venus flytraps and the saracenias the like northern american north american pitcher plants mm -hmm. those ones like full sun Okay, I'm doing it all wrong. And what kind of medium do you use um, for them? Those are in peat moss and perlite. Okay. And I throw a little bit of orchid bark. So there's some drainage, a little bit, mm -hmm. but they want to stay wet, right? Yeah, awesome. like they're they're from bog environments, so it, like marshland, you know. Mm -hmm. Very cool. And uh, wait, so you were saying that you started collecting more intensely in 2013. No, more intensely uh, in around 2017, 2018, when I came back from the Philippines. Oh, and right. I, like, I saw a bunch of like the like Hoyas like these in the wild awesome. and the um, Mimosa pudinka, the sensitive plant. Yeah. After that, I was just like, needed, needed, needed foliage in my house. It's <laughs> beautiful. And your partner's Filipino, right? Is your husband, your boyfriend? Boyfriend. Yeah. Okay. He's from His the Philippines? from uh, Pampanga. Okay. Or Angeles. Okay. That's awesome that you've got inspired from traveling to <laughs> up your collection. Yeah. It kind of spiraled. <laughs> well, like his Lola over there has um, orchids growing on trees in their backyard and they have a greenhouse. So I was like, I, I want this. I want this jungle environment in my home. Yeah, awesome. That was actually my very first love was orchids. I when I was in like maybe middle school, I started collecting orchids. I really love vandas. I only have one vanda now, and I have okay. a couple orchids sitting over there that are whatever those typical phalan. What are they? Phalanops. Phalanopsis. Phalanopsis. Yeah. Um, but I I always thought it was so cool when they would bloom a second time the next year. Yeah, when like, you actually get them to rebloom, it's a task. Yeah. Same with like. I have. These like African violets. Very cool. 
when you actually get them to rebloom, like you buy them with blooms on them, obviously, sure. but they're kind of finicky. I've killed quite a few, but I never gave up. And now I'm kind of doing something right They're They're, nice. they're a bit happy. Nice. <laughs> yeah. What I found I to be helpful a, is repotting them. Yeah. I have them in a, like, these ones are in uh, self-watering pots. Oh, wow. So they stay with like a reservoir of water and then it's, loaded on the inside and it slips in and just absorbs from the bottom up how often is it constant it's like a, just a little bit at a time um i top it off every like two weeks my plants kind of run on neglect mm -hmm. i have so many that it's kind of hard to like blah, especially yeah. with like my collection of cacti outside and all the propagations i have going on and they just i'm like oh that looks like it's wilty let me add some water awesome but I mean, like in, in nature, they kind of take a bit of abuse. So I figured sure. in my house, they can too. <laughs> yeah. Well, I can tell you're really passionate and that this is your, you know, this is a lifestyle for you. Kind of. That's yeah. what I see. <laughs> you know, even if you neglect them, that's okay. Everyone's got responsibilities and stuff, but it's nice now you have that extra free time, huh? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not looking forward to going back, even though it's still like a, over a week away. <laughs> yeah. I feel you like uh, do i have to go back yeah you were like telling me oh i uh, i'd love to talk to you about houseplants because i posted my monstera <laughs> and I'm, i told you i fucking neglect my houseplants big time like none of them ever get repotted they're like ba i barely care for them i care for my oh, my outdoor side? plants more i spend more time i need to i need to repot them there's a lot of plants that i need to repot for sure <laughs> but especially the inside ones you know for sure yeah i mean but i mean all that is another cost and yeah for making your own soil or buying bag soil or whatever you do. Yeah. I don't know. Do you mix your own soil? I do. If I, if I do go out of my way to get some, <laughs> I'll, <yeah. laughs> I'll try to experiment a little bit. But yeah, when I was younger, like in my early twenties, I fucking, my house was filled with orchids. I had Vanda's galore. Everything has since died because of my addiction. I kind of let everything go, but uh, orchids are by far my favorite. I got orchids tattooed on my shoulder my my grandmother is a collector of orchids to my filipino side so okay. and and those staghorns too she has quite a bit of those you know they so. do good in tropical climate right right yeah. yeah i think that you're honestly inspiring me to want to get back into the tropicals right now do it i need to i need to it, it's another type of like meditation you know yeah. i yeah. feel like i come in here and i'm just like normally super zen when i come in here right. i got a different vibe than cactus i i do yoga in this room i awesome. like it just I, for me it like sets my mindset in the right way or right direction yeah beautiful and i love like looking at the veins i don't know what they're called but like the veins and the veination on the leaves yeah, yeah. i love that it's like if it's a little <laughs> bit transparent and you like look at it in the light so trippy yeah i have a a giant fiddle leaf fig tree like mm -hmm. right to the side i'm like staring at it right now very cool but it's right in front of the window so you see like like fuck, push the computer around <laughs> i'll have to take a picture of it for sure yeah i'll feature some of your plants for sure i would love to like if you send me some photos i'll put them on my story and stuff yeah yeah i what? know i'm not very active on my like actual instagram feed yeah i post more on my stories which is kind of dumb but it's not dumb it, it it disappears it's so cool. it's not there like but it's just regular instagram right you use it not it's not just like a plant instagram it's no i um 
it's my personal page that I kind of just shifted over to posting more plants. I'm Eli's always telling me my boyfriend, he's always telling me like, start a plant Instagram, start a plant Instagram. But I'm like, I have to juggle two Instagram accounts. Like who wants to do that? Yeah. I, I mean, a lot of people do it, but four. <laughs> Eli used to work in social media when, okay. So we worked with Tim Hosta. Okay. Oh yeah. You know, Lynn. Yeah. Tim. So we worked with Tim Hosta in the vape industry and uh, Eli did social media with Tim. Mm-hmm. So they all had like eight different Instagram accounts. I'm like, no way. Yeah. I don't want to spend that much time on the internet, even though I already do. Yeah, I hear you. I go through waves actually. Like the plant, the two plant ones, I'm very, very active nowadays, but like I have a photography one. I actually had a dad page. I'm super dorky. I had a dad okay. page for a little dad's bit. Dad's Disneyland page. Yeah, it was just like posting hashtag dads of Instagram with my kids and activities and stuff because I love doing like fun stuff with the kids and like filming okay. it I like to document everything because I love photography so uh, but yeah that they've been abandoned my I'll go through waves though where I'll start shooting again and then I'll post but yeah it's a lot to deal with it's uh, already addictive enough right it's Especially invasive actually addictive. I think Especially if you have an addictive personality like yeah. I mean like yeah. we do yeah 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 so you experienced a little bit of that in your history too? It runs in my family. Yeah. Same. same. Yeah. I mean, I did my fair share, but yeah, that's I was un- lucky enough to learn from my older siblings and cousins and great. Watch them in their trials and tribulations. And I'm like, okay, I'm not going to do that. Learn through others. Mistakes. I'll do everything but that. Yeah. That was my mindset. Yeah. Try everything else but that. I hear you. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there was a time where I, I thought that I would do everything but that too. And think, uh, <laughs> yeah, unfortunately for me, it didn't work out that way. You know, I thought that one thing was more mild than the other. And, it, you know, you're, at the end of the day, your body doesn't know the diet. difference. Yeah. yeah. Your body doesn't know the difference between whether it's something oral, injected, snorted, put up your butt, whatever the way you do it, your body doesn't know the difference. It's all drugs. But yeah. um, that's a, conversation for another day i suppose um (laughs) yeah uh that's also a little known thing i feel like um understated is the the nature of the disease of addiction actually is that it is inherited it very well can be inherited Um, that's been proven for sure and uh, it can run in your family yeah i know that on both sides of my family i have aunts and uncles and they've either overcome or it's overcome overcame them you know yeah so i just kind of tried to steer away even though i was like in like in the rave scene and i obviously have taken drugs before yeah but like i didn't ever i only did ecstasy twice really yeah and you were in the drum and bass scene and the rave scene mm -hmm. awesome one of the rare ones actually then (laughs) i was like i'll just smoke some weed yeah drink some alcohol i'll be all right yeah but i remember uh sorry mom if you watch this i remember my mom coming into my bedroom when i was like i want to say 14 or 15 and i had gone to an underground rave Mm. and i fell asleep with a binky in my mouth (laughs) and she's like she came in my room the next day she's like why the fuck are you sleeping with a pacifier (laughs) uh teeth still clenched yeah 
OG rave kid, man. Hell yeah. I was the same way. I started raving like when I was 15 and I didn't stop ever really. I mean, I've cut back. I still go from time to time, but um, I raved hard from like 15 to 25 and like spun. I started with drum and bass and then eventually got into house and techno, but I love drum and bass. I know you you mentioned respect to me. Uh, Drum and bass is a special place in my heart because it's kind of like an offshoot from hip hop a little bit. You know, it's got that funky you know, uh, variation to it. So I've always loved drum and bass. I've kind of geared more towards like the liquid, more melodic. Ooh, I love liquid drum and bass. Yes. That's what I listen to almost every day. I'll dance to that shit all night long till the sun I comes up. I have dance up. parties in here since That's 12th. Right. <laughs> Hell yeah. Yeah. I love oh the liquid God. style of dance too. I love dancing. That's like my, my biggest thing is that I'm, I'm for sure a dancer. I love to dance. It's awesome. <laughs> cool. We have so much in common. I feel like you're probably like a year or two older than me. I'm 31. Yeah, I'm 30. Yeah. Makes sense. Yeah. Cool. I'm sure we have some mutual friends, actually, from like from who? the scene. Who? I don't know. I'm just assuming we have probably. mutual friends from drum and bass, especially if you went to Respect and stuff like that. I've only been to Respect. Okay. Yeah, last time I went, I saw Goldie on Thanksgiving. Oh, awesome. Um, Yeah, that one was pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, who else was there? DJ Hype. Cool. Very cool. Some UK, UK artists. Yeah. So tell, so tell me, uh, what what do you find in, in the plants? Like, uh, what is it doing for you in your life? And... Then I'd like to talk about some cactus and succulents as well. But what do you find from it? Um, peace of mind and meditation. And mm. just like it helps me separate just everything like work, other mm. personal troubles. Um, I don't know. I don't really feel anxious when I'm with my plants, you know. Right. Unless one starts rotting or, you know. a little bit of sadness maybe yeah yeah but i just feel like it's my happy place i feel you that's awesome do you incorporate it like into a routine it's a daily routine especially with like having different types of collections of plants right having my house plants like those take a little bit more than my cactus and succulents but like obviously i want to go check on those every day too because new flowers are coming up every day and i don't know yeah i recently had baby kittens born underneath my cactus i saw that i saw that however recently the mom decided to move them so they're no longer there plus i was able to water my cactus after a month and a half (laughs) yeah I, i was like kind of stressing like the day I was supposed to water all my cactus after a month, Mama Cat went down there and she's a stray. She had her a litter of six babies under my plant stand. Mm. I'm like, okay, guess my plants are gonna suffer. How did the plants take it? Uh, they were only the the kittens were only down there for two weeks, mm-hmm. and I did break and I have a pump like sprayer, mm-hmm. and I went out and kind of like gave them a sip as opposed to like drenching them. Yeah, so it wouldn't, like, leak through onto the cats. Yeah, but, I mean, since then, the mom moved them, I want to say a week ago. The mom moved 
moved the baby kittens and um I was able to actually give them a nice drenching and like you know if I notice that a plant is like a cactus especially if it's starting to get wrinkled like my gym nose they'll start to get like really sunken in before I water them mm. or like wrinkly um then I'll like butt chug them okay that makes sense right yeah. bottom water no, it does <laughs> <laughs> I feel you but I'm I don't know. Yeah. I don't do that to all my plants. That takes way too much time. So wait, you're saying they're getting wrinkly from dehydration? Yeah, or... they start to like shrivel. Mm -hmm. Not shrivel. Like I, I try to hard grow my plants. I want them to look more in habitat, even though they're in pots yeah. in my front yard. Um. So I kind of let them talk to me and tell me when they need water instead of like watering them on a schedule. Yeah, that's cool. I feel that. I mean, same with my house plants. I'm like, oh, you're droopy. You need some water. Yeah, well, it's nice when you can actually see them uh, be receptive to the water, like uh, respond. You know, oh, you yeah. actually can see a response. Start to perk up. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I've seen some cool time lapses of people like letting their plant get a little droopy and with their house plants. Yeah. 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 I try not to let it get that bad. I'm like start to see like with the Hoyas, they're kind of like succulent like leaves. Yeah. They're kind of like harder succulent like leaves. So like they'll start to get more malleable. Mm -hmm. <laughs> like right now I watered a couple days ago in here. You have so many different watering requirements then, huh? Even just <laughs> in this room alone? Uh, This room alone, yeah, these guys need like purified water the ones by the humidifier they kind of freak out if they get tap water the brown edges and shit like that okay um, these guys don't really care but my i have an nepenthes in here right now can i see that one yeah it's um a small one that i bought recently i need to take the sleep off That's um okay. but it hasn't given me any pictures yet I also don't think it's getting enough light in here mm. so i want to move it outside but at the same time i still want one in here yeah Kind of just like, all right, you're kind of going to suffer because I want you inside. Very cool. I wasn't really honestly familiar with that um, genus. I have more on my porch that are a lot more mature and actually have pictures that are catching bugs actively. Um, I'll shoot you some pictures of them. Cool. Yeah, I, mean, I would love to see some some more of your plants throughout the episode if you're open to showing me certain ones. Um, yeah. I was going to ask you what what percentage of your of your collection is here? <laughs> A very small percentage um for house plants this is where i keep most of them there's um like i have others in the other like my bedroom and but uh -huh. not that many because uh lighting and yeah <laughs> eli i don't want to encroach on his space as well sure. you know yeah trying to be respectful with it all and not cause waves with my plant addiction so <laughs> i remember like some of the first plants i brought home as house plants, I put them in our bedroom and I put them next to his Xbox, mm. <laughs> which is where his beer sets or he puts the remote or his phone when he's playing. So I kind of just like started taking over his space yeah. and he like kicked him out of the room real quick. So I'm like, all right, cool. I learned my lesson. <laughs> like I'm he didn't even have to affect play. other people with this. <laughs> and that was like early on. That was like, I brought home a, a Calathea and one of these and both of which died 
but you know it was all my learning curve with house plants and what type of plants have you had some difficulty with you just said a calathea um in the beginning calathea yeah they i had to learn their needs because they're more they're humidity hose mm. all my calathea are right there by the humidifier okay um i've struggled with some hoyas um the thinner leafed ones i've struggled with uh i mean i just killed a freaking astrophytum that I had for three years and it just kind of went, hmm. I had been struggling with it for a while. Um, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> it was one of those ones with dots all over it. Yeah. Yeah. It happens. I just throw them but, away and I move on. Yep. That's what I did. Um, I've struggled with like these African violets that I showed you earlier. Mm. Struggled with those a bit. Um, as for succulents and cacti, I can't say that I really have killed any of my cacti recently. Mm. However, like I said, I don't water very often and I try to let the plants talk to me so I'm not losing them on rot. However, one of my loafs, I've had a constant struggle with root mealies. Mm. And it no matter what i do i've sprayed it i've i noticed that it was like it went from being like a little button this big to being like and like super shrunken down mm. and i was like what the hell's going on so i took it out of the pot the other day and the entire like tuberous root system was <laughs> coated in mealies mm, gnarly. Like, oh shit so i sprayed it off you know did all that and now i'm trying to get it back but i've had it for two years and it's been a a cycle of getting the mealies off and having mealies. I bought it with mealies on it and I didn't realize because it was under the soil. Yeah. But just the loaf, huh? Yeah. Interesting. That same loaf was about to flower a couple months back and a bird decided to swoop down and bite the flower off of it and also take two chunks off the side of the plant. Oh. I mean, hopefully it had fun. Yeah. <laughs> I always laugh at that. It's like, like the third person to tell me that one of their psychoactive plants might have gotten eaten by some kind of animal. Yep. Yeah, it's got to be active for them. Like you have to know that they they have to sense it. They they have right. to know it has something in it. Yeah. There's a I reason why they want it. Mm. Perhaps. Maybe. Perhaps. Maybe I don't they don't know. know. Psychedelic Ninja says that that we're attracted to the to the energy of those plants so maybe the the certain birds are a little in touch with the divine or something maybe. <laughs> <laughs> that's cool so did the pandemic intensify your collecting at all um i want to say i was already like buying in copious amounts before the pandemic yeah um However, when nurseries and plant shops were like the only places open and that's the only place I can go, yeah. I did find myself going a lot more. Yeah. So probably yes. Right. <laughs> Even though I don't want to admit that it was the pandemic that sparked more of a buying spree. How, like I did have a collection beforehand. Yeah. Right. Cool. Very cool. So can we see some plants? Yeah, you want to, like, I, 
Fuck, I should I should have brought some of my cacti inside. No, take your time. Do whatever you got to do. I'd love to see some. I can go grab cactus from outside. Okay. Okay, so real quick, I want to tell you, Kimmy, I'm very glad that we did this because you're um, perhaps the first like avid houseplant collector that I've talked to, and I've been wanting to to bring those different sectors of the plant community together. I was talking to Vic about that today. Were you? <laughs> I met up with him at, at Green Touch mm-hmm. earlier to get the microphone, mm-hmm. and I was like, you know, he hasn't had anybody that's talked about houseplants. Mm-mm. I think I'm going to. He's yeah. like, please do. Yeah, no, I'm really glad you did. Thank you. What do you got so here, there? Here's an example of what I mean by like, this guy needs water. Like, do you see how mm-hmm. tiny, like the lighting's a little, the sun's okay. coming through. Looks good to me. It's all like sunken down. Yeah. So this guy's going to get some water soon. Okay, this is a, a plant hard grown. that was in the picture of me that you posted. This is one that Ivan gave me. For my birthday last year it's the uh it's a euphorbia uh i'm gonna butcher the name it's a dead stick plant (laughs) that's what the common name is it looks like a stick plant yeah very cool never really know if it's dead or alive but it actually has a flower on it right here Mm. the flowers are very lackluster like most euphorbia flowers Mm. that's cool i like that and then I brought this in because it's my favorite pot that I own. Oh, I love it. And I've had this pot for years and it just keeps getting um Wow, look at a that. smaller brain put in it. <laughs> Once oh, so they you put a few plants it. in it. Yeah. I love it. But like like you guys were talking about um cool plants from Walmart and Lowe's. Yeah. This one, all my brain cacti, all my crested anything that i have i've gotten at lowe's or home depot or walmart Uh, (laughs) it normally has one of those um upgraded flowers as fake ones enhanced flowers as uh what is it cactus update calls them yeah the the plastic or or straw flowers um i have a friend that works at lowe's uh shout out to Brittany. her uh instagram's brit's garden she told me couple years back to use a hairdryer on the low setting Mm. emphasis on the low setting to melt the glue and remove those flowers without putting extra stress or harm on your plants great tip awesome i don't ever hesitate to buy the plants with the fake flowers glued on because i could just remove it just like that (laughs) yeah that shit bothers me dude when i see spray painted orchids or whatever spray painted succulents dyed orchids It's like they're fucking mutilating these plants. My lady, every time I'm like, God, these motherfuckers, I get angry. Eli sent me a picture the other day when he was at Home Depot. He sent me a picture of an orchid, and it was the dyed ones, the blue and purple and all that. And he's like, dude, this one's cool. Do you want it? I'm like, no, that's dyed. Thanks, babe. (laughs) It looks cool. It does look cool. (laughs) Yeah, it does look cool. But, I mean, that's not what the next blooms are going to look like. Right. Right. The next blooms are going to be just white. I'm sure the plant doesn't like it. No, it can't. Yeah. They say like the succulents that are sprayed, they say it's a plant safe paint. I'm like, what's a plant safe paint? <laughs> what, what is a plant safe paint? It straight paint? up looks spray painted, dude. It's hideous. My cat's in here trying to sniff this cactus. That's cool. My other cat is, I don't know if you saw my post earlier, Mm-mm. where... My 
cat is in my glass case. Oh, uh, <laughs> cats are so funny. So I can't put plants down there because uh, Mr. Wolf thinks that that is his uh, spot in here. Yeah, that's funny. Cats are so weird. They like little boxes and compartments and that's his yeah. spot, huh? That's his spot Strange. in the glass case. How does he get in there? Is there an opening in the back? Um, he paws at it and then he shoves his nose and like opens it. Oh, wow. It's got like a door. <laughs> yeah, it has a door on the front. I should maybe lock it, but. Now, the majority of houseplants are toxic to pets, right? Yeah. So yours are um, smart. They stay, they don't so, need them. Uh, Wolfie, my, my male cat, he was born on my porch mm. and I've had him since he was two days old. Um, mm. When I had, like, I ended up trapping the mama cat too. Mm -hmm. And I had a feral mama cat and six, no, sorry, four babies in my plant room. Oh, shit. <laughs> but I, like, made an enclosure for them so they weren't, like, attacking my stuff. Yeah. But so he was raised in this room. So it's okay. just, he's used to he, it. He's learned through the, he's a year old. He's learned through the year that I've had him not to mess with my plants i mean a spray bottle spray bottle works wonders yeah. to teach cats something you know awesome yeah I've, really mess with them. I've had some feral cats over the years i've I've rescued them and trapped them the same and got the because they keep having babies underneath my house and uh you have dude, to do taming something them is gnarly yeah taming them it's a process and then, there was one i had to let it go the one of the feral kittens he was just too crazy dude super aggressive so, uh one day wolf's mom got out of the enclosure and <laughs> she was basically going batshit in my plant room mm. she had knocked down like five or six plants and was running amok um <laughs> and i tried to catch her with a um <laughs> a fishing net <laughs> <laughs> And I ended up swinging and hitting the window and shattering the fucking window. Shit. Wow. Yeah. So, I mean, after that, I was like, I'm sorry, I can't keep you anymore. <laughs> Put her back outside. Uh, but I, I tried. Yeah. Until I broke a window and destroyed plants. And yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it was a whole ordeal. Yeah. It was fun. I was supposed to be in bed already. And I go to work at four in the morning. Oh, I've seen the yeah. seen it on your story. You're up there, fucking butt crack at dawn. Yeah, so I go to bed very early. So I was supposed to be in bed, and then I was caught trying to trap this cat, and it was just all bad. Broke you're still on the same schedule now that you're off. Are you doing the same thing, getting up early? Um, I'm forcing myself to stay awake, so I'll wake up at at four instead of you know two. Mm. But then I try to go back to bed and try not to look at social media or anything until later. Yeah. It doesn't always work. Yeah. It's a nasty habit. The first thing you wake when you wake up in the morning, the first thing you do is look at social media, especially if you have like, um, I don't know, polit political things on your feed or whatever world events. It can be like the first, the first thing you're doing is stressing yourself out essentially. And you might not realize yeah. it. You can feel pretty benign, but like you are, you're absorbing like energy from from the content that you look at and it's not that these things aren't important but they maybe could be 
placed at a different time of the day. Oh, most definitely. You know, and I I have a habit of doing that for sure. I'll look at social media and get my dopamine from my likes or whatever, you know? I mean, don't we all? Yeah. Yeah. What's the point of having social media and posting things? Right. Yeah. I, there's <laughs> it's there's a dark side to it for sure. And I, yeah, it, for like sure. there were points where I was like, oh, I'm going to ditch my smartphone. And, you know, before I started this, phone. before I started Earthling Botanical and this, I was like really like getting at the point where I felt like it was like so toxic. But I think I'd rather just follow in certain people's footsteps and like delete my personal uh, my Facebook. It's terrible. Facebook is just like anytime I look at it, I'm like, why am I looking at this? But um, yeah, yeah, it's like political vomit all over your Facebook. Yeah, fucking paragraphs. What are you doing? Wolfie? Yeah, paragraphs. My kitten. Hi. Those pretty eyes. Thanks. What are you doing? You can't step on the computer. I have a cat that looks just like that. She's like, I don't know, part Russian blue or something. Like. Yeah, he's just whole part stray. Yeah. <laughs> uh, his dad is actually a stray that I've been feeding for a long time that I need to trap and get fixed. That's All awesome. three of my cats are from him. That's awesome that you're doing that. <laughs> we have one named Socks that we feed too. And every once in a while, there's other ones. There's one named Marmalade that the dog and the cats don't like. But uh, Marmalade's like really scruffy and she's like all fucked up. Like, uh, she, I don't know. For some reason, they don't like her. But Socks is Marmalade. cute. He hangs out. And yeah, I love cats. Neighborhood cats. I Yeah, the strays like are drawn to me. Yeah, I think it's a, an energy that you're giving off. They know that I'll care for them. Yeah. And then, you know, this is something that I, I come across a lot are individuals like yourself in the plant community. And I appreciate that. It's cool because what other way would I necessarily have met you or, you know, A, B or C had I not come into the plant community? And I keep finding these really like-minded and caring individuals that like love nature, love plants. Like you love yoga. I've, I've been practicing yoga my whole life. It's, so it's just weird. It's really weird. We're all a bunch of like-minded folk. Yeah. 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 Cut from the same cloth. Like cact I think crazy for cactus said. So, uh what of your what of your cactus and succulents? What's your do you have a favorite species or a centralized focus? Honestly, um from my cactus, uh the I think I have the most uh gymnos. Mm. Hmm. Gymnos and mams. Um, I'm not one to spend a buttload of money on a small plant that I might potentially kill. Yeah. Like, like I feel like I have a pretty good uh, survival rate <laughs> with my plants, but just that little chance. I, I don't know. No, I feel that. I don't know. So when. Uh, Cactus Update was talking about how, like, gymnos are very under underrated in a sense. Sure. Like, I felt that wholeheartedly. Yeah, because they come grafted on those dragon root cactus all the time. They're so common, but they're beautiful. They're absolutely I mean, beautiful. I have a bunch that have never been grafted, but yeah. the, like, cool-looking cool ones, the, like, red and purple and funky colors, the imported ones normally are grafted. Yeah. But... They're, like... Uh neon almost some of them yeah <laughs> weird but i mean i have some that like their skin is like bright pink or purple or you know purple and green like marbled and they're just 
fucking beautiful and then they have amazing flowers yes, and beautiful flowers you can cross pollinate all of them and anytime <laughs> anytime my gym are all in flower i'm like we're having a gym no orgy that's funny there is something sexual about taking a brush and painting the cactus you it's know sex it really like, is you like that you like that <laughs> <laughs> it's like have you pollinated yet yeah no i hear you i mean you're making cactus babies right mm -hmm. that's cool it's something i want to get into a little more that's cool i um have a bunch of seeds that i've just i like i kind of just sit on i hmm. i have some that i've sown and like out of the 10 copiapoa seeds that i got i have one copiapoa that's still chugging along and then i have some others that i've sown um I do it a bit differently than like the other people. I don't, I don't use bags. I put little pots inside glass jars and just kind of let them sit. Little pots inside glass jars. And how do you keep the humidity in? Put the lid. Oh, you put the lid on it. And is there like <laughs> holes in it at all? No. Oh, you're frozen, you're frozen. for a second. Oh. You froze too. <laughs> really? Weird. Hopefully yeah. we're good. Yeah, we're good now, I think. Um, but yeah, I just like, uh, my, Eli's mom gave me these like three glass jars that had um, airtight seals on the lid. Mm -hmm. So I just pop little jars with the seeds in them in pots instead of using bags. Interesting. Inside, do you do them? It looks a little nicer. Where do you, where do you put them? Um, on my porch. I don't use, I like, I, I mean, I'm not a seed grower by any means. I'm just like. If it fun, works, right? it works. If not, whatever. I could say I tried. Yeah. Um, but I'm not trying to mass produce like some yeah. of these cats out here are. Yeah. Um, just like I want something that I can say I grew from seed. Yeah. But I appreciate just keep them that. on my porch and they get decent light and eventually they'll be moved out and so on and so forth. Hopefully survive. Very cool. Yeah, I really do like the gymnocalcium. Uh, is that what you say? They're, they're flowers that I have like an NTCI, and it's given me three blooms since March. It's fucking beautiful. These gorgeous pink flowers that look fake. Yeah, they do. Especially like some of them. This one's not open all the way. But the inside of this one has like a red ring on like where all the petals meet the stamen and the pollen. Like it just, it's really cool. That's awesome. Everyone's different. For whatever reason, all my pale flowered gymnos decided to all bloom at the same time. So I have like three or four different pale colored gymnos outside that are all blooming right now. Awesome. But all of them are budding. They're all happy as hell. Yeah. And do you keep them all in one, like one spot or do you have them kind of spread out throughout the yard? Keep all your cactus They're in one all, place? I, I have a cactus stand that I built. Uh -huh. I mean, it's cinder blocks and wood, but uh -huh. I keep my OCD. I'm like, uh, Gymno's here, <laughs> Copia Poe's here, then we have uh, Pharaoh Cactus, and <laughs> everything else is kind of like, it's kind of by species. Then my mams are on the second shelf, and that makes sense. I have some Stapelia on the side, and that makes sense. Yeah. Do, you, do you do any other kind of propagation aside from cross pollination? Oh, shit. What's that? What do you got there? I do. Those are um, 
This one has oh, oh, some uh, Monstera Edisonii, um, the Swiss cheese Monstera. Mm -hmm. It has uh, the Philodendron Brazil and the Neon. I kind of potted up a lot that was in here the other day. Very cool. Um, I have an entire flat box of String of Hearts propagations. I have some ferns and hoyas and a bunch of stuff propagating. And these are all cuts from your from your own moms. <laughs> and I had like these ones were all started from like one leaf. Awesome, dude! This you're hardcore. Like, might as well. They start overgrowing their habitat. I'm like, they need something. They need to be cut. My niece, I started uh, potting up plants for her. She does. Uh, she has pop-ups. Uh, mm -hmm. She sells clothes through Depop, and then she started doing pop-ups. And she's like, Auntie, I need you to give me succulents. And it's like, not give me, but, you know, yeah. pot yeah. up some succulents, and I'll sell them. And so she's going to start having some of my succulents at her pop-ups, I guess. That's the amazing <laughs> thing about plants. They can go with anything. Yeah. Anything. I always say that. Like literally whatever you can think of, if you have a pop-up, you can add some plants. It just right? gives you a little bit of pop, you know? I even told her, I'm like, even if you don't sell them, you just have them on the table That's to draw nice. people in. Yeah, yeah oh, for sure. That's awesome. Um, I was going to give her some house plants, but I'm like, mm, the succulents are a little more uh, forgiving if you forget to water them. Sure. Yeah. That's cool. Um, what was I going to say? I don't know. We're almost about at an hour, huh? Yeah, we're almost there. You're doing great. Oh, I always know what I was going to say. I think that uh, you have plenty of content to contribute to this show so that uh, we could do this uh, more than once if you'd be open to it. I was telling somebody, I was like, I can talk for hours. It's going to have to be like a four-part episode. <laughs> cool yeah i'd love to do it some more i'm actually really yeah. anxious today for some reason i'm a little bit sleepy but i'm hanging in there well you're doing good thank you you're still talking to me <laughs> right yeah i had to cut the cbd like maybe three weeks ago that this study oh, that i'm in is making studying. me yeah they made me stop taking it and i feel it dude big time i bet I mean, I, I ran mean, I today think... even. I ran today. I, I did a bunch of shit. I gardened. Still super anxious. Oh, no. It just doesn't go away. Yeah, I feel you on that. Yeah. It can be debilitating sometimes, but hey, I'm, I'm used to it now. Still podcasting. Here we are. Episode right. 19, I think. 18? 19? 19? Is it 19? 17, 18, 19? Something like that. Let me see. And I'm super grateful to have a female and I'm trying to yeah this is 18 i'm trying to m either mostly or all females this month i got you right now and then i got shot by genus this week uh, on friday i'm excited to talk to her and then uh cacti succulent lady next week and because war i booked somebody else too but yeah i'm trying to get it in i'm trying to i'm trying to get some more feminine energy on the show even people have said the that only two girls that you had were uh christine and gloria right, right. Mad potters and, and queen yeah and that wasn't intentional by any means it just kind of worked out that way that's like just the, yeah. the community is mainly men there's dudes everywhere yeah yeah there's like a handful of chicks to the sea of men but in the house plant sector there's plenty of, of women yeah oh yeah for sure yeah for sure 
but not everybody's into house plants or gives a fuck about them yeah um but you know that was my original intention was to like ha- have all the different sectors of the plant community come together because i noticed that it's clicky or it's broken divided, divided yeah it took know? me a while to like actually come into the community i i collected plants and stuff before i started posting stuff on instagram or anything like that so it's like it it was kind of like maybe my own anxieties and fears of like you know from high school and clicks and not being accepted or being the weird kid or you know like i don't know yeah no i do i need another community but actually i do this community has done a lot for me like just having more people to talk to especially during the pandemic when like i don't talk to anybody from high school i don't yeah i just i'm not the same person i was then and Mm. i don't like i need to backpedal yeah you can outgrow uh friends for sure oh yeah so i mean this community like i found the community kind of when i needed the community in a sense yeah. And I'm really grateful for it. Um, as much as I like resisted, I'm like, I don't need, I don't need to join the Instagram plant community, but it's not, it's more than the Instagram plant community. It it's is. just, it's like, um, I don't know, especially yeah. cause now that we're all local to all these great nurseries, like I live, want to say two and a half miles from Green Touch. I live like three miles from Garibaldo's and H&H and three and a half miles from Mescala. Yeah. So I have like all these great nurseries and people around me that are nothing but positive forces in my life. Like, why wouldn't I want that? And like, I don't know, it kind of makes me like slap my past self for not wanting it. Yeah. Not wanting the community, but. No, that I have an emotional a very emotional attachment to the plant community um i didn't think that's what i would find when i found it you know right and um didn't think i, I wasn't really looking for friends to be honest i was uh, trying to sell plants originally but then i i saw this community and then people interacting and at, at a time where i really needed it too I, I don't really have a community outside of this to be completely honest um yeah i, I left all all of the past behind you know and um just us it's awesome to bond with people over just one common thing but then you find that that they're like-minded and they have the same interests and i can't it's amazing to me how many people i keep running into you know and here we are i think there's a reason why we're here now having this conversation yeah a lot more similar than we thought yeah yeah despite whatever your other views or upbringing may be i don't care and that's the thing is I felt this um, pressure to to discuss certain things, and um, you know, I played with some fire a little bit. But what I found was that I I don't want to divide the community. I I want to bring us together. I don't care what your views are. I really don't. Um, I, I I just I just care that you like plants. You know, that's it. Yeah. You know, and that's all I want to talk about is plants, man, because it's positive. <laughs> yep. So like poison ivy right yeah (laughs) (laughs) Uh, thank you so much for doing this kimmy i really appreciate it yeah no problem thanks for having me yeah
was super stoked. I was kind of nervous like all day up until like somebody had messaged me like an hour before, like at three o'clock and they were like, are you nervous? I'm like, not anymore. I got my computer set up and you know, the mic's here and I'm just gonna have a fucking conversation with a like-minded individual and yeah. see where it goes. I think there's something therapeutic about podcasting and that's another thing I wasn't, I didn't think I was going to find, but I have, um, I don't, what, what other setting do you have a face-to-face long conversation about, you know what I I'm mean? Sitting, having coffee with somebody, not really. Right. Even if you're kicking it with somebody like drinking coffee, you're not going to exchange as many words because we can't just sit here in silence and like, look at our phones, you know? Yeah. It forces us to communicate. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Yeah, I've definitely found something therapeutic in it, and I've, I've valued the connections that I've made with people, and I appreciate your time. Thank you for giving me your time. No problem. I think that you, like I said, I think that there's a lot more that you could contribute uh, to the show, and if you Next think time of, I'll have to podcast from out front. Yeah, if you can think <laughs> of things that you'd like to bring to the show, and that's another thing I'd like to invite anybody else to, if you past guest or your potential guest. If there's something that you want to bring to the show, like let me know, please. I'd love to hear people's ideas. And if people have questions, I'm not doing great about um, putting the question thing up. I should have. But, yeah, I think that you've got a lot of knowledge, and it would be awesome. Also, like, even just sharing your plants. Um, that's another thing I want to do is, like, film people's gardens and, like, uh, feature their stuff, you know, or yeah. whatever they're doing. So Do that next time. All right. Yeah. <laughs> we broke the ice. All right. Most definitely. Thank you so much. Thank you. Everybody, Kimmy Hashi, if you could please like, review, and subscribe to the podcast, I would appreciate that. And hit that share button. Everyone have a good day. <laughs> <laughs>